Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Up. We get the show rolling. The Kings and the Spurs tonight. I will be doing a post-game show on YouTube Live following the contest. We've got the Titans and the Packers. we got my football picks the rest of the NFL weekend. And uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific, we'll talk more football with Sean Salisbury over on my YouTube live show. Uh, Packers and Titans tonight. Packers getting up off the mat with a win against Dallas last week. Tennessee's got a multitude of injuries, so we'll see how that affects them on a very short week. And then the rest of the NFL schedule, which has Chicago at Atlanta, Cleveland and Buffalo. Philly travels to Indy. That Cleveland-Buffalo game has been moved to Detroit because of a a ridiculously dangerous blizzard hitting that part of the country in Buffalo. New York, the Jets are at New England. Uh, The Rams and Saints in NOLA. You have Detroit at the Giants, Carolina at Baltimore, Washington, Houston. The Raiders are in Denver. Dallas is at Minnesota, and you have Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Kansas City is in L.A. to take the Chargers and the 49ers and the Cardinals on Monday night football. I'll give you my picks in just a little bit and make sure you go the other way. Again, the Kings tonight in action. We've got uh, baseball awards being announced, which to me is the stupidest thing in the world to announce the baseball awards when nobody gives a damn about baseball right now. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, let's wait a month until the end of the season. That's a really good idea. So, uh, again, Kings tonight and Spurs. Bottom line, pretty simple. Kings are a better team in San Antonio, and uh, they should win this game tonight. You know, there's really no other way to analyze it. They should win this game. They are a better team than the Spurs. All right? San Antonio, 6-9. and nine. They've lost, what, 7 of 8? All right? Kings are seven and six. You have uh, Brooklyn at Portland, and you have Detroit taking on the Clippers tonight. But the Kings and the Spurs, Sacramento, believe it or not, is favored uh, by seven and a half in this game. And I think that's about right. I think that's about right. Paul Goldschmidt uh, beats out Nolan Arenado for the MVP of the National League. All right, let's get to some... Folks that want to chime in on this Thursday, and we're going to start the show with Preston. Hey, Preston, welcome to the show. How are you today? Doing fine. Uh, Grant, how are yourself? Good. What's happening? Um, so I want to know what you thought. I know um, the, the stats might say differently, but um, I know that the Kings have kind of struggled on defense a little bit. But from what I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing that they're kind of improving. Uh, I know that the last game they had a lot of deflections and um, I just want to know what you thought about that. I think those are all important aspects that sometimes don't show up in the box score. Uh, but I think we have to also understand the identity of the Kings now. They're an offensive team. They can score. They have a lot of players that can score. They are a, they're an offensive team. They're not a defensive team, and they're not going to be a defensive team, and that's just the way it goes. Okay, Grant, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye now. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, uh, great to have you on the show today. How you doing, buddy? Good, Grant. How, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. Awesome, awesome. So what did you think of Durant popping off and running all his teammates under the bus? Uh, he named the whole lineup uh, after the Kings lost that night. He was saying, what do you expect? What was your take? Did you already do a take on that? No, you know what? I mean, I- I'm so turned off by Durant and his mouth and – 
his offseason, which was so unprofessional. I mean, think about Kevin Durant this offseason. You know, tells Joe Sy, um, I'm only going to come back if you fire the coach and the general manager. And now, now I've got to, you know, listen to Durant upset, you know, over how, you know, the game went the other night and how the season's going. And I'm, he's kind of turned me off, to be honest with you. I know. He made his bed. He can lay in it. I mean, if he was yep. with, with the Warriors, he'd probably have two more rings if he would have stayed there, you know? I, yeah. So we'll see. You know, again, I, I'm not losing sleep over Kevin Durant. So tonight, the Kings are starting Monk. I'm a little surprised that they're not starting Mitchell or Davis and let Monk run the second unit. I guess they're going to let Davis, after the performance of the night, run the second unit. Yeah, I mean, do we think it's – is it that big of a deal? I mean, I think the reality is if everyone plays well, it really won't matter mm-hmm. who starts. I think if it's a close game, Jeff, I think it's more important who's on the floor, you know, at the end of the game. And also, you know, I I think that maybe this is Mike Brown's way of saying, hey, you know what, you're, you're, you're getting the job done and I'm rewarding you uh, by putting you in the lineup. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I was just thinking of a letdown on the second unit where Monk, he's a pretty, he's a good point guard and he, you know, he's at like the sixth man. And I just thought he would still be better on the second unit, but that we'll see how it works out. We'll see how it works yep. out tonight. Hey, can I get my picks real pick, uh, fast? Yes. Tomorrow. Cause Kelly and I have something to do. Yeah, go ahead. Give me your picks. Okay. Chicago. Plus three over Atlanta. Philly minus seven at Indy. Washington minus three with Houston. And uh, I don't know why I'm doing this, but Raiders plus two and a half over the Denver. Okay. We got you now, man. I really appreciate it. All right. You have a good one. Thank you, Jeff. You do the same. Bye-bye now. All right. Let's get to uh, John right here. John, welcome to the show. How you doing, Grant? John, I'm well, buddy. What's going on? Oh, man, I'm just getting pumped, getting pumped for this game tonight. And I wanted to uh, kind of do the same thing as you said and throw out my picks so everybody can go the opposite way as me, if that's all right. Yeah. Oh, it's be just absolutely fine. Go ahead, buddy. I'm going with New England. I think they're favored by three. Yep. I'm at Cincinnati. Three and a half, I believe. Kansas City, I yep. think, is Five and a half or six? I think it was five and a half. Uh, the yeah. Kansas City game is five and a half. And is San Francisco by a touchdown or something? It's now eight. Eight? I'm still yep. going to go with all four of those with San Francisco also. I think they can beat him by ten. Okay. Freaking, uh, I don't think that um, Arizona is going to be able to stop any of the freaking tight ends. They've been giving up so many points to tight ends, it seems to me, over uh, Yep, over I agree with you. So. That's just how I see it. I just got to stay the hell away from that Raider game. I don't know what the hell is going on with that team, man. I know. I don't know. You know, yeah. you have Devontae Adams and Carr come out and say they really like Mark Davis supporting Josh McDaniels. But, you know, Devontae Adams made some comments that made no sense. You know, um, it's lip service talking about the, Yeah, talking about how, you know, they haven't won a playoff game in 20 years and it doesn't happen overnight. Well, wait a minute. You didn't win a playoff game in 20 years, but you were in the playoffs last year, and you come to the team, which should make it better, and you only have two wins. So, I mean, the only difference in the team this year has been the coaching staff and the head coach. So, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't quite understand that. I wholeheartedly agree, and I know I hear everybody saying, "Oh, Josh McDaniels, give him. He's got to have another year." I, I don't see why. Personally, I don't see why. I don't see when he was the coach of Denver. He didn't do well. He's a hell of an offensive coordinator, in my opinion. You know, X's and O's guys. Yep. But he does not yep. seem to be the leader of men. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. Sure looks that way, doesn't it? Man, it sure does, man. But, you know, every – you never know what the hell's going to happen, man. Any any given Sunday, they say. But, man, we've been saying any given Sunday for so long, and the Raiders seem like their roster's good, but they just haven't been able to put it together. Yep. So, I just got to stay I'm with away you. I think it's only like a – a one point or maybe two point spread or something. It's it the, the spread in the Denver game is two and a half. The Raiders are getting two and a half points. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Therefore, I'm still staying away from that game, Grant. <laughs> yep. 
I'm with you, buddy. All right, buddy. I'm going to get going and uh, get the rest of your calls. And I will. Hey, are you going to have a show after the game this evening? Yeah, I'm going to be on YouTube tonight after the game. Were you, did you have a show after the previous game? I did on Listen App. Okay. I didn't, I didn't catch that. And I'm, I wasn't by my phone, but I'm going to try no and problem. get in. I'm going to try and get in this evening and uh, we'll talk to you then. Sounds good, John. Take care. Bye-bye. You too, Grant. All right. Yep. All right. Let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Connor? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? I think this Kings game tonight is going to be pretty interesting coming off such a high against the Nets. I, I mean, I wonder if there's going to be any hangover kind of situation tonight. I mean, we haven't been able to – we usually struggle against bad teams in the past. So, I think for this team to take the next step, you got to beat a bad team on your home floor like this. Yep, they got two bad teams coming in. So you have tonight and you have Detroit. You know, the Spurs have lost, I think, seven of eight coming in. Uh, so there's no excuse not to win this game. And then you have Detroit coming in. So you really need to win both these games before you hit the road. Yeah, I agree. And then switching gears a little bit to baseball, do you think that – would you be completely shocked if Shohei Otani won the MVP? No, I wouldn't be shocked, but he's not going to. I, I don't I don't really see that happening. I think most people that have been polled and most people that vote, uh, I, the word is it's going to be Aaron Judge. But no, that wouldn't surprise me. I think the thing that hurts him so much, he's on such a bad team. But from an individual performance, which to me, he is the MVP of the league. I mean, who, who does more for their team than Shohei Otani does? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if... Shohei performs like this every year. It's I can't see a, a year where he doesn't win MVP because Aaron Judge just had one of the best seasons in baseball history without including the steroid era. So if he yep. doesn't win it this year, I don't think anybody's ever going to beat him. I don't disagree with that. Aaron Judge will win the MVP this year. Uh, Shohei will be second. But I, I understand where you're coming from. I get you. You're, you make a very good point. The, Aaron Judge, I'll, I will be shocked. If Aaron Judge does not win the MVP, shocked. Does that do we hear about that today? Whether he wins or not? Uh, I believe it's tomorrow. Oh, oh wait, then, I, I'm not sure because we just heard the National League MVP with uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Go ahead. So I know no one's really a soccer fan here, but I just wanted to say the World Cup starts in like three days, so I'm pretty pumped for that. You like it? Okay, what do you like about the World Cup? I mean, I'm a huge soccer fan. I played soccer basically my okay. entire life. And, I mean, the U.S., they didn't make the World Cup last time, so it's been eight years in the making. So I think everyone's really excited. They have the youngest team at the World Cup, so we'll see if we can make some noise. Who's the favorite uh, to win it all? Brazil. Okay, gotcha. I know there's a lot of controversy with the location of the World Cup in Qatar and everything else. and. Um, you know, the political statements that are already being made. And I, I, I got to tell you, it turns me off. It really does. I know for I'm in the minority because the World Cup is the greatest sporting event every four years, you know, that we have in the world. But I, I'm just turned off by it. I got I really am. I, I won't watch it. I I don't have a lot of interest in soccer anyway. So I'm putting that right out there. But I, I'm so I'm so tired of sports and politics intertwining and I'm done with it. I'm just, I'm just turning it off. You know, I'm just turned off by it. I really am. Yeah. There's a lot of people that agree with you since it's in Qatar and with everything going on there, it's a lot of people are saying that it's a joke. It's going to be the worst world cup in a long time, but I'm still why, why is the world cup in Qatar? I mean, why, 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 why is it that Qatar was able to host the world cup? And if you read the stories, about the venues that were built basically on slave labor and how many people died while building these structures to host the World Cup in addition to everything else. I'm just, that's not why I watch sports. You know, and like, how much is that gonna be covered when you do watch this? Are we gonna, are we gonna see the pictures of all the people that died, okay, being forced to build these stadiums, it's awful. The whole thing is terrible. It really is. That's just one little small detail, by the way. 
Yeah, I don't even want to get into like how the LGBTQ community is treated in Qatar, and it's a joke. It's a complete joke. It's a travesty. It's an absolute disgrace. But yet the world said, "Oh, you know what? We'll turn our head the other way, and you know, we'll 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 all come to your country and have the biggest sporting event on the face of the earth." It, It doesn't make sense to me. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. And as far as the United States men's team changing the colors, I'm not a fan of that. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of that. If you really feel strongly uh, about what's going on in Qatar, then boycott. Don't go play. You really want to make a statement? Don't show up. You really want to put your stance behind something? Don't change your logo, all right, to the rainbow colors. Don't go. You know, if you want to make a stance, make a stance. You know, that's just, I'm, I'm kind of, I got to tell you, Connor, I'm turned off by what's going on over there. I really am. Yeah, the whole thing with the logo is pointless, in my opinion. I mean, it's, it's, it's awful. I mean, if I didn't love the sport of soccer, I wouldn't watch. I mean, this is the worst right. the World Cup has been made up to be ever. But, I mean, I'm still going to watch the games. Well, good for you. Enjoy it. When does it start? Next week? It starts on Sunday, and the U.S. plays on Monday. Okay. What you So the chances of the U.S. getting out uh, of the first round, is uh, the first group, rather, is – minute right they have not been playing well coming into this correct yes and no I mean I think the consensus is that they should probably get second place in our group which would advance them yeah. but I don't okay. think anyone sees them getting past that okay sounds good Connor I appreciate it but you're going to give me your picks uh, today or tomorrow yeah I got them right here all right let's fire away got the Colts the Jets and the Vikings and we know where you have the New York football Giants. So the Colts, the Jets, the Vikings, and the Giants? Yep. Okay, buddy. You're all good. You take care. You too. Thanks. All right. I'll give you my picks now coming up. Uh, I agree with Mr. Connor. I'm going to take the uh, New York Giants. You know what? I shouldn't do that to our team, Connor. You know what, Connor? I'm not going to do that because if if the Giants lose, you're going to blame it on me, and you're you're being awesome, and I can't do that. So I'm going to change my pick. All right, I'm going to go Washington minus three at Houston. All right, I'm going to go Cincinnati minus three and a half at Pittsburgh. I'm going to go San Francisco minus eight at Arizona, and I will take. Jeez. I'll take the Patriots at home minus three over the Jets. So there you have it. There are my picks. All right. If you want to get in on the show, Connor, you got you know where I'm coming from, buddy, right? I, if I pick the Giants and they lose, you're not going to call the show anymore. And then I'm going to be in a bad mood all week because I feel like I've jinxed the Giants. So I'm staying off that game, Connor. You should say thank you to me. Since I'm in last place in this damn thing, I couldn't do that to our team, right? Because I did, Connor. You got to give me credit. I did jinx the Cowboys last week. You got to you got to give me credit there. I picked them, and over Green Bay. So that did work. All right, that did work. So you got to you got to at least give me a little bit of credit there. I did jinx the Cowboys, but I'm not doing that to our New York Football Giants. Not going to do that. Nope. Not going to do that. No way. Not happening. All right. Uh, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Don't forget tonight after uh, the Kings game, I will be on YouTube live and I will put everything out on my social media platform. So you should have no problem finding out what time, and how to get on and everything else. It's very simple. All right. You know, I'm curious since Connor brought it up. Do you agree with me about the World Cup? Or are you going to turn your head the other way? Just the way we turned our head the other way with the Olympics in Beijing recently. I mean, I'm not singling out Qatar. It happens all over the world. Again, the NBA turned their head by having a game in Abu Dhabi. Again, it's the same league that took their all-star game out of Charlotte, North Carolina over a bathroom law, okay? 
So are we not talking about hypocrisy? Are we not talking about double standards? What's the difference? We just had the, the world go to Beijing for the Olympics, okay? There were no boycotts. There were no real protests leading up to the Olympics. It was, you know what? We're all going to turn our head the other way for two weeks, and then we'll go back and rip China as soon as we walk out of their country. It's a joke. You know, it's a joke. It really is. And do I think that our athletes should suffer the consequences of political unrest or political disagreement or political issues? No, I don't. I don't. But, you know, the U.S. men's soccer team is going to change the colors of their logo. I'm not a fan of that. You're, you're representing the United States of America. It's red, white, and blue. It's not the rainbow. And if you feel strongly about that, that's fine. Don't play. Boycott. But I'm, I'm sorry. The United States of America should be represented by their flag and their colors. It's the World Cup. And I'm not a fan of that. I, I, I would have so much more respect for the United States men's team if they said, you know what, we've worked our whole lives to get here and to qualify. And for some of us, this is a once in a lifetime deal. But you know what, we're not going to turn our head to this very important issue. All right. Hey, it is so awesome to bring Al up on stage. Al, I've missed you, buddy. I hope you're doing well, my friend. And uh, I'm missing an action, man. Thank you for uh, you know, touching, touching base, man. I'm good. It's all good. Just taking a little downtime, you know, and still listening, though. Still enjoying all the broadcasts. And, and just sorry I haven't had a chance to really call. I've just been kind of taking a little downtime. Well, uh, good to hear your voice, Al. I uh, wanted to comment on a few things, uh, if I could. First, I agree with you on this whole, you know, sports and politics and the so intermingling of the, of the issues. This is part of why I just need downtime, you know, because it's just I deal with some things, you know, on a medical level. I just this stuff, you know, mixing it in, it just doesn't work for me. And now it's just I, I just leave the politics out of sports. Now, it, it used to be back in the day. When we were younger, you're you're young, you know, the, you had the the Soviet, the Soviet Union, yep. they had the communist countries against the West and the judges, and that political it was always some kind of political thing over overhanging. It's always been political with the Olympics. You know, you've pointed it out, you said this yourself. You know, you don't we don't want the average fan doesn't watch these events. Every and let's just the Olympics. Every four years, the average fan watches watches the uh, you know the track and field or the or, or some of these other sports that are. But the rest of the time, you know, we're not into it. But don't penalize the players. I mean, don't put yep. penalize the athletes. You know, they put in so much time, and yep. you're trying to make a maybe a career out of it. And don't penalize the athletes. But it still is so political, Nate. I mean, it's been that way. You know. And now it's worse because of the social media and, and this whole thing with the and God bless Connor, man. He love I didn't know I never listened to him. He's a by the way, you got a real good uh, partner there and on your New York uh, teams. Although I, I I would like to know, I think he likes the Edmonton Oilers for NHL. Is that uh, I think I heard him. Um, I'll have to pick his brain on that. I'm I don't recall that. We'll have to yeah. ask Waggus. He would know. I was gonna say because. You know, I guess as far as you would be concerned, that's a lesser evil than if he went with the Islanders. I would, I would think, I would think yeah, that'd be yeah, your yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that, that's no. You're exactly right. He can root for Connor yeah. McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. That's fine with me. I have no issues with that. I got a feeling he he uh, he probably is a young guy. Probably loved the great one. Was probably one of his uh, heroes. But you know, he loves his soccer and he's gonna watch it. Hey, watch it, man. That's you watch it for the sport. You know, try to. Distance yourself where it's at, and let's watch it for the enjoyment of the of the competition. He loves soccer. This is his this is his time, you know. So, yep. and I love my, this comment. My, my my feeling is he didn't get a chance to watch Wayne Gretzky. I I believe that he was probably okay. too young to watch the great one. But you know, he may have watched him at the very tail end of his career. We'll ask him next time it comes on. 
Yeah, yeah. I also like this comment. I because I go back and still listen to all the shows and your YouTube and the podcast. And he's he was like, as a younger guy, I've never heard a younger fan. Me and you hate this stuff. But when a guy's he's saying a guy's on first base and he's palling up and joking and laughing with with the other. Yeah, that's that's such a an Alan Grant uh, attitude because I always spoke to you like, you know, I hate these guys. The game's over. I'm pissed off. I'm spitting nails, and there's this my one of my players changing jerseys with another guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, buddy. You and I are I the same. To, I'm with you. I wanted to point out something too, real quick. I'm gonna let you go. You know, I looked at the stats on the Kings, and God bless the Kings, and the fans are loving it. And you know, I, I love your rant today. By the way, I made a comment on there, you know, hey, let's temper it, you know. But you know what? Uh, they're fourth in the league in assist to turnover ratio. And that's – I think that speaks kind of volumes as to, you know, you and Jerry have always said value the ball. You know, you got to, you know, value every possession. You know, you take – you know, so I've always seemed to me, I noticed when I was watching the games, their their turnovers weren't as – weren't too bad and I wasn't sure so I looked at the numbers they're fourth in the league in assist to turnover ratio that's pretty well, good no that that's really good you're and you're very astute to point that out that is a huge stat and I think it's a real big improvement on this team no question about it and then I really quick I want to ask you uh, NFL midseason uh uh biggest surprise and biggest disappointment for you and then I'll give you mine in the NFL yeah midseason uh, um I would say in the AFC, there are a couple of teams. I'm going to take the Raiders, and in the NFC, I'm going to take the Rams. Okay, for disappointment. Now, how about surprise in a good way? Giants, Jets, and Seahawks. Yeah, I'm with you. And for my me, the biggest biggest surprise is both New York teams. Uh, yeah, and the Seahawks. I don't agree with that. That's spot on. I, I didn't almost didn't consider them. And disappointment, definitely the Raiders and my Rams as well. I think the Raiders, for me, I knew the Rams were going to have trouble with the repeat because it's hard to do, but they're just just been a train wreck. But the Raiders, man, they had so much hope coming in. They picked up, made some moves. They got Chandler Jones, Adams. But I'm with you, uh, and I think, you know, it's just going to be a sprint to the second half. What do you, How do you shape up uh, the East? Do you think uh, – Philly, man, they got kind of exposed against the Redskins. I mean, the they Redskins. Did. They, they, they did. They did. I, 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 Philadelphia still has the best team in that division, and they've got, uh, you know, they're going to be fine. They have a. The Giants are not better than the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not. I don't think they would beat them in head to head. We're going to find out. They play them twice coming up. The Eagles should win that division, and I think they'll win it where they don't even have to play their guys in the last game of the year, which could really benefit the Giants because that's the last game of the year. So my prediction is Philly will have everything wrapped up before we get to the last game of the year. They may not have the number one seed, which right now looks like Minnesota, but they're going to have everything wrapped up by then. Yeah, I would agree. Well, your Giants are on, on Thanksgiving Day, man. You'll be having your yep. turducken yep. and uh, watching your the blue, uh, Go Can't Big watch. Blue. I hope they kick Dallas's ass, man. Me too. Well, we'll see. Take One care. game at a time. They got the Lions first. Al, thank you so much. It's great hearing your voice. Oh, again. yeah. I'm always out there, man, listening. And, uh, you take care. Thanks for talking to me. All right. Bye. Yep. Yep. Take care. Good stuff right there. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get to uh, Lefteris. Uh, Lefteris, I appreciate you taking the time to call the show. How are you today, sir? 
I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm well, thank you. Okay. Um. Yeah. As you know, I'm a soccer fan too, and I hear Connor talk about the World Cup. Um. Yes. First of all, the World Cup shouldn't be in Qatar. Uh. And we all know why. Because it was, you know, um, FIFA was corrupted. They got huge amount of money on, you know, the backdoor to award those uh, tournaments to Qatar. And before Qatar was playing in Russia, it was the same way. Uh, the corruption again over there. Since then, those people in FIFA they got convicted, they went in jail. Um, so everyone knows we shouldn't be in Qatar. And not only that, at the time they play now in the middle of the European tournaments, they have to stop so they can go to play the, uh, the World Cup and they come back and continue. This is a mess. It's just a mess. Yeah. Anyway, um, Basically, and what I hear, I don't know if you heard the story, is that uh, some reporters and TV crews they went to uh, Qatar like this week, just before the teams are arriving, and they start having reports uh, on the stadiums and everything, and they were they were harassed by the security yes. officials over there. Uh, yes, they, I saw the uh, one. I saw the one. I saw the one Danish TV station where security, uh, they were going to break the TV camera. I watched that. Yes, I, I have seen stories of that. What a shame that is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, they, they invited the world to come and show, the, play the, uh, the, uh, the whole World Cup just to go show to the world a good face that they are, you know, they are open society and blah, blah. And then they don't even let them um, do a report or take pictures. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's terrible. Um, so, uh, also, I don't know if you know, but the English team, they, uh, when they arrives of the over to Qatar, um, they uh, arranged to meet with the workers to discuss their condition of uh, their work to build the stadium. And I'm talking, I'm right. thinking, what the purpose for that? I mean, this is ridiculous. It is uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you, and so what's gonna? Uh, what are you gonna accomplish? Are you gonna offer your sympathy? I mean, what is this? It's a joke. Uh, anyway, so one more last thing I would like to mention is, um, uh, you know, how uh, close society is, especially for the women's not, you know, how to dress up and all that. Um, they, um, I read that uh, the wives for the whole English team, they will be staying in uh, an cruise boat that will be stationed right outside Qatar on the sea. Yes. So yes. when they watch the game, they're flying into the game and then they fly back to the, uh, the boat. So they don't, they don't know walking around in the in the city. Uh, I find that a bit interesting. Anyway, that's all yeah. I had to say. Hey, I really appreciate it. Good hearing from you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here with uh, Ryan in Sacktown. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Good hearing from Al, from, uh, Al by the way. That was yes, uh, great hearing from Al. Cool. And uh, Kings tonight, um, I'm going to pull Connor. You know, I, I do expect some type of a little bit of a letdown, but I think that they probably will cover that spread. Um, you know, it, it's going to be hard for them not to come out with any type of hangover. But yep. <laughs> as far as uh, soccer goes, I, I can't watch soccer, even if it's here in America. The sport drives me crazy. I, I understand you have to be in excellent cardio shape, but... When you get tapped in the shin and you go down and you got to go off on a stretcher and it gets right to the sideline, it's like, no, I can play now. Like, it's just too much for me. So I, I probably won't be watching the World Cup, and I definitely don't agree with it being in Qatar. Um, you know, I'm not going to walk away from it if we're at a restaurant and choose not to eat there because it's on TV. But it, it's just one of those things. And it's the same thing with the Winter Olympics. Uh, I didn't agree with it. But I'll hit the nail on the head. Um you know, politics should not cross over into sports. Nope. There's many more important issues that can cross into sports. Um, but unfortunately, the gas is being thrown on the fire right now, and it's only heating up. Um, you know, again, if anyone that wants to spend, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and just educate yourself a little bit on what it took to get the World Cup in Qatar and the number of people that perished Okay, building the facilities to host the World Cup, that's one little small aspect of the, I guess, um, hypocrisy of what the hell is going on with the World Cup 
being in Qatar. It's, it's, that's the world we're living in today. We turn our heads, you know, we turn our heads. Uh, if, if it doesn't affect us, we turn our heads. And that's what's wrong of all of society. It's such a shame. You know, again, I hate to keep on bringing this up, but we cannot be selective with our noise, not against hate. And we're, we're, it's just our whole society is selective with their noise now, it seems like. You know, I'm generalizing when I say our entire society, but I'm talking on a broad sense. It's just, it's, it's awful. I mean, it really is. We see it with individual uh, instances in our sports world. I mean, you know, again, just look at the NBA and look at what happened with Kyrie Irving and look what nothing happened to Draymond Green for using a racial slur towards Kendrick Perkins. And, right. you know, I mean, we can just go on and on. There's many, 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 many examples of this, but it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And, you know, the NBA doesn't want to have an all-star game in Charlotte over the bathroom gender bill, but they're no, they have no problem playing a preseason game in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates and you know their laws about uh, and and how homosexuality is forbidden and blah 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 but it's no problem we're not going to have a game. we're going to pull our all-star game out of Charlotte because we're woke and uh, we're sticking up for the uh, LGBT community but don't worry we're going to go play a preseason game in the United Arab Emirates where if you are gay and you exhibit you know your your feelings and your beliefs over the gay population, you are breaking the law. That doesn't make sense to me. Stupid. Well, absolutely. And I mean, Grant, I mean, wouldn't you looking at the statistics probably be somewhat, I don't want to say ignorant, but um, gullible to think there's not one player in the World Cup that's homosexual? Of course there are. Of course there are. And you know what? They're probably extremely nervous and they're probably, you know, hoping that you know, it's not uncovered when they're over there and that it doesn't become public. And I mean, it's just the whole thing's a joke. It, it, to me, again, we turn our heads too often in this world. The fact that the World Cup is being held in Qatar just leaves you scratching your head. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like you. I'm not a big soccer fan anyway. But, you know, the United States men's team changing the colors of their logo and their 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 warm ups and everything else that have the rainbow colors. I, I'm sorry. You know what? You represent the United States of America. You wear the colors of the flag on your uniform and on your logo. You're the United States of America. If you feel strongly about Qatar and their laws as it relates to the LGBT community, then don't go. Boycott the games. You wouldn't want to make a statement. Boycott by having the United States not represent the world in the World Cup. That's how you do it. I mean, it just... I'm so bothered by what the hell's going on. It just drives me crazy. It really is. Amen, Nate. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on a positive note. Um, if anybody has time to check it out, and you got HBO or HBO Max, um, go check out the Real Sports episode um, where they profile Darren Waller, the Raiders tight end. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I saw it today, and it's I, I knew about some of the things he dealt with in the past, but it's an excellent profile of his story and this is you know one of those issues like homelessness like everybody likes to turn their head to it combined with you know addiction and things along those lines well he went through some addiction issues and now living in vegas sin city quote unquote um there's a tunnel where basically all of the addicts or a lot of the addicts that are homeless live and he has now made it his priority to kind of just immerse himself in that community um, with recovery. He's funded a ton of programs for them out there. And he's getting people from um, under that tunnel, getting them into treatment, offering them six months of free housing that he is paying for, four apartments for them. And he's staying sober. And I, I just thought it That's was awesome. an excellent story. Um, and yeah, go check it out if you can. Those yeah, are the that. things yep. in sports that yep. I like yep. to see crossover. Actions speak louder than words. Don't tell me what you're doing. Show me. And his actions uh, resonate. And good for him and good for you for pointing it out. Thanks Absolutely. very much. All right, Nate. Talk to you soon, bud. Yep. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's move along. And let's get to uh, T-Man right here on Listen up. Hello. How are you today? Doing good. How are you doing, Grant? I'm good. Thank you. All right. I want to talk about 
the Kings and Harrison Barnes, there's been a lot of talk in the Facebook groups of all these wannabe GMs. But uh, what's your take on Harrison Barnes? Um, I'd like to keep him as a king. Um, I think he's just a great value for what he is for right now and could help us this season. And uh, I think Carmichael Day suggested we'd made a make a trade to Barnes and Holmes for Draymond Green. I don't think that's accurate. Um, I would tell you this. I believe that Harrison Barnes, as much criticism as he gets, is a good fit for Sacramento. Here's the other deal. I mean, he starts and has been starting, plays a lot of minutes, and they're seven and six. So, you know, I, I don't. I don't think there's a real problem with Harrison Barnes. I know people think that he should be more consistent. And I thought he had, I think he's had a couple of good games recently, but I like the fit of Harrison Barnes. I really do. I like the fit of Harrison Barnes. And the Warriors are not going to trade Draymond Green for Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes. All right. I think we lost you. I think yeah. your dog, uh, here we go. Oh, sorry. You know what? Hit your hand icon again, and I'll put you back up. I thought we were done, so I took you off. All right, here we go. All right, I got you back up on stage with me. Go ahead, team. Yeah, man. that's my bad. My dog started barking really loud, so um, yeah. I'm gonna no problem. I'm gonna go, but go Kings tonight. Thanks, Grant. Have a good one. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, you know the Warriors still cannot win on the road. You know they blew and a, a Steph Curry's 50 point performance again and. I don't know what's going on with the Warriors. I really don't. All right, let's get to uh, Clayton. And uh, Clayton joins us right here on Listen Up. Hey, Clayton. Hey, I just had a question about King's ticket prices. So what factors go into the price of the um, of the tickets? Is it solely based on demand and how many people are buying tickets? I have no idea. You'd have to go and speak to uh, somebody that works for the Sacramento Kings. I'm not going to speak out on what I don't know. I don't really understand how they determine uh, the price of their tickets. So I would think supply and demand would be number one, but I don't want to speak for them. But that would make the most sense to me. Although, you know, they've had bad years in the past and tickets go up. Obviously, when you move into a new arena, there was a new price structure put into place but right now for 2022 clayton I, I don't know the answer to that okay so if yeah if, if a team is doing a lot better than people thought they were going to do i would assume they would go up like in the middle of the season but you're saying you don't well you, you not 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 i don't believe that to be accurate um, okay yeah season tickets obviously the price structure is put in place uh before the season individual game tickets I mean, again, I don't know the answer to that question, but I would probably say no. But I, I, I don't know. You, you probably would be a better question to have someone with the Kings uh, ticket department to be able to answer that. I, I don't know what yeah. goes into that. I really don't. Okay. Do you know how many have they sold out any games this season? I thought I read they sold out. They have sold out. I think I think they sold out four, if I'm not mistaken. They sold out, I believe, four games. Four, and they've had like eight home games or somewhere around. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So can I ask, do you mind if I ask you why you're asking these questions? Um, I just was curious if, yeah, if a team starts doing really good, if the tickets go up, you know, I kind of want to go to a game and I wanted to get there before the tickets went up. If the Kings uh, started playing really well. Um, if I could ask you, where do you things have to be in the standings or what would they have to do to where, you think it would they would be selling out every night? Um, it's a great question. Uh, yeah, they probably have to be a legitimate playoff team. Okay. Yep. Okay. Because yep. I think if they uh, were a legitimate, to... if they were a legitimate playoff team, then I I could see that happening. Yes. Okay. So when they were really good twenty years ago, were they selling out easily every night? Yes. Okay. Easily. Like, like easily. They could have okay. had, uh, they could have had an arena that sat instead of 17,000, 27,000. They still would have sold it out. Is that how that is for every team? Is it like an average team? If their team is uh, pretty good 
do they sell out every night or is that, no. is that unique no. to the Kings? No, there are a lot of teams that are good that don't sell out. Memphis is good. They don't sell out. Miami's good. They don't sell out. I mean, I can go on and on and list a lot of other teams. Then there are a lot of teams that are really bad, like the Knicks, and they sell out every game because of the market they were in. Um, so it's it's different. Each market is different. Okay, so the Knicks, they sell out games right now? Yep. Oh, wow. yeah, they every night is full. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. That's surprising. Well, yeah. No, it's not surprising because Madison Square Garden is the most famous arena in the world. And a lot of people, when they go to New York, they can't wait to go to a Rangers game or a Knicks game to see Madison Square Garden. Uh, the Knicks are an institution in New York, even when they're bad. The basketball is a huge, huge, huge sport in New York in the metropolitan area. And being at a Knicks game is kind of like cachet and people like going there and taking pictures. So, no. It's not surprising to me being from there. It might be surprising to you, but the Knicks, uh, they got a full house every time there's a game. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, yeah, I might end up um, – the ch- ch- cheapest ticket that the Kings have right now I think is $16. So if they win tonight, I might end any, ending up going to the Spurs game. Um, I liked what you, you mean had the to Pistons. say. No, no, no. If they win tonight, you might end up going to the Pistons game, which the is Pistons. the next game. You're right. You're right. Right. So, yeah, I liked what you had to say about it. It doesn't matter where you're sitting, just as long as you're in the stadium. Um, you'll have a fun time. It never mattered to me. You know, I went to hundreds and hundreds of games as a kid, and I was blessed to have a father that, you know, took me to pro football games and pro hockey games and college games. And we never had good seats, you know, and going to the Yankee games, who always sat in the upper deck. I was in the bleachers for the Giants games. Uh, and I never once asked my dad, why we're sitting here and we're not closer to the field. It didn't matter to me. The enjoyment and the excitement and the thrill of going to a professional game trumped everything. I, I didn't, it never once entered my mind as a kid. Now, I would also say that once I got into this profession or late when I was going to games for the first time by myself and in the last two innings, you could sneak up and sit a couple of rows off the field at Yankee Stadium if you were able to sneak by an usher, that was great. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so much better. But as a kid, I never thought that. It never entered my mind. I was so excited to go to a game. didn't matter to me where the hell I was sitting. Right, right. I think, um, last thing, I think I've heard in this new stadium that the upper level, it can be pretty steep. Do they do that it so is. that it's like every seat is, you feel like you're closer to the court? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is steep. It is steep. And I will tell you. You know, I've been up there a number of times and I always make sure to really hold on to the railing. It, just in case you take a bad step or someone bumps into you, it is steep up there. Uh, but it's okay. also a really good, it is a very good view. And I would have no problem sitting up there for a game personally. I really wouldn't. But yeah, it is steep. Okay. Well, uh, thank you. Thanks, Grant. Appreciate it. By the way, all the new venues are steep in the upper level. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So that's not atypical. Let's get to Jeff. Jeff, what's going on? Grant, I wanted to talk about the soccer. Yes. Go ahead, buddy. Well, I've never been a huge soccer fan myself, but my girls all played soccer. In fact, my Daughter Nikki holds the record for Marysville High School as a striker, seven goals in one game. So I've been around it a lot. But where's where's this crowd, the council culture, the woke crowd, where are they all at on this issue? You know, they 
that's what gets me is like what you're saying. These people uh, on the other side, well, not the other side. Well, these, what am I trying to say, Grandma? These people that you're talking they, about the woke culture, the yeah. wokeness, the woke people, the woke culture. Yeah. They're they're they got their head buried in the sand as we get ready to start the World Cup in Qatar. That's right. what you're trying to say. You know, the Me Too crowd, all these people that are against people's. I mean, they're all for human rights and all this. It's a joke. Life matters, and you know, it's a joke. The, you know what? Why can't they say Qatar lives matter? You know, and the people that got killed building it and everything else. I mean, the this picking and choosing and the outrage, like you were saying about the NBA and then Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game out because they didn't agree with a vote that a Republican held house as Georgia did. So we're going to pull the money from you, not caring that they're hurting all those businesses in Atlanta and, you know, all yep. the all the people that would have got hired and got the tips and, you know, in the yep. bars and all that and the waitresses and all those people lost tons and tons of money. And and just it's ridiculous, yep. you know. So I'm, uh, I'm Aaron Judge, by the way, Aaron Judge is the American League MVP. Connor was asking me, or somebody was asking me, when that uh, comes out. So uh, Aaron Judge, as expected, is the MVP of the American League. But to get back to what you're saying, you are 100% correct. Where are they? And oh, again, it that doesn't affect them in this country, so they turn their head. They got their head in the sand. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, I totally agree with you on that issue. That's what I, I'm sorry, Colin, twice, but I just had to chime in. It's, yep. it's so frustrating. So, I mean, you of all people understand, you know, oh, yeah. people take a stance. I mean, you you're a victim of it, and uh, it's just it's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even take I didn't even take a stance. I just said six words that I think the vast majority of people walking on planet Earth uh, believe in that all lives matter every single one. So right. I didn't even take a stance. I just, I made what I thought was a very common sense statement based on how right. I was raised and what I believe in. And right. I would hope that just about every person, regardless of ethnicity, religion, sex, believes that all lives matter every single one. I, I, I didn't even really take a stance. I said what I thought was common sense. You're 100% right. All right, Grant, take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Don't forget tonight after the King Spurs game, I'll be on YouTube live. So we'll have our post game show on YouTube live. Looking forward to that. Hope you can join me. Make it a fabulous rest of the day. Thursday night football coming up in a little bit. You have the Titans. You have the Packers. We got the NFL tomorrow. I want your picks. We'll talk about the Kings and Spurs some more right here on Listen App. So we got a lot going on. All right. Take care. Thanks very much. So long, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.